0: Hey guys, welcome to a mess nonetheless. I am Rachel and
1: I'm Melissa and we are sisters and hello you guys <laughs> and hello. Jeez. I don't know why we always say and I always want to say know. like and welcome
0: to a mess nonetheless and yes. we say and hello. Yes. Yes. That's know one of those unnecessary
1: that. words that we say that is not necessary and not necessary. Can we talk about that once? Unnecessary words. Uh-huh. Yeah. Cause I always tell people I'll be right back. Like I'm getting out of the car to run in the store. I'm like, I'll be right. right back. Yeah. That's like what I think it was. I'm not coming back. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh. That's so funny.
1: And we've added well, and to the list.
0: Exactly. And I definitely say and a lot. And mm-hmm. so I start a lot of sentences
1: with so. Mm-hmm.
0: So I had this thing. So yeah. I was thinking like about you this. need it
1: to get to like get the feeling behind what you're about to say. Cause if you just say it, because I do the same thing. It doesn't have the same emphasis, if you don't say so. Here we are again with that one. Did any of you look it up? Because we totally did. It was from the movie Airplane, I think is what it's called. Is that what it's called? I don't called? remember now. I, now I forget again.
0: Yeah, I think uh, Mike Meyer was in it. You put the wrong emphasis on the wrong... You put the emphasis
1: on the wrong syllables. Yeah. Was it Airplane? I don't think it's so. It's really... We're talking about the same stupid thing mm-hmm. again. And we still don't know, but we're talking about it. <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay, let's move Who on. Who missed before us people over click. Christmas break? Oh. <laughs> I know this is
0: our second time back, but still. <laughs> exactly. Oh my gosh. My brain left too. Mm-hmm. Today we're talking about when we need to be right. And if you don't know what we're talking about, you will soon. <laughs> so <laughs> we're talking about when you just in an argument or a conflict and you just need to be right hmm we just need to be right like mm-hmm. I think this is a very human nature thing some people out there I think are more easy like to just roll over and be like I could be wrong like naturally mm-hmm. but I know for me I have had to work to be there uh because my flesh says well I'm right obviously and that's like right. a pride. <laughs> yeah so we're going to talk about that today when we need to be right and is it biblical what does the bible say about it
1: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Rachel's head bobbing around if you if you're not watching, I don't know why
0: <laughs> <laughs> Like, there's so many things to say about this.
1: Topic. I was going to say, I think she has some feelings about what's about to come.
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay. So my, okay. So I was actually like a fairly easygoing human until I was an adult. Like I didn't have a lot of conflict with my parents or my siblings or friends until I was like an adult. Mm-hmm. And then it was like this whole other version of me came out.
1: What was adult age for you? Like what age are you talking?
0: When I went to college pretty much. Okay. Yeah. So when I went to college and then like my entire twenties and into my thirties. Mm-hmm. So a good long period. It was very good long period. <laughs> so lucky for all of those around me. <laughs> She's pointing at herself if they're not on YouTube. <laughs> um, and I just honestly believed with everything in me that if I felt I was right, I could fight tooth and nail to be right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. because I feel I'm right. So I must be right. And mm-hmm. I just need to get those around me to see that I'm right. So, get on board with you. <laughs> get on board with me. So, I mean, we could be talking about a memory. So Melissa and I could be sharing oh. a memory and I'll yes. be like, no, it was this day. And like two other people could be like, well, no, it was this day. And I'm like, they're wrong.
1: Can I share a conversation about a memory that is you recent in- one? You were right? No, no, no. That's Oh, one good. <laughs> So my um wedding dress. Well oh, I was like I have changed <laughs> my wedding dress had a bow on the back. And Rachel insisted either that it didn't have a bow or that the bow was on the butt. And I was like well no, it's my wedding dress like I picked it out, I wore it, I picked it And her, this was it, like um, after they gotten married. Yeah, after we gotten married, we'd been married for a a couple couple years. Of and do you remember which one you insisted it was? Oh gosh really, no. Yeah, but it, it was the point was that she was insistent that yeah, cuz I was right was in a location that I knew it wasn't. <laughs> Because it was my dress. Well, and what an idiot I was. Because hello, we just had to look at pictures. That was about my
0: wedding album. Yeah. So I did those things all the time. Yeah. And and the thing is, is that when I was proven wrong, I was not quick to be like, oh, I guess I was wrong. Like I am now. I do that now all the time. Mm -hmm. Oh, I guess I was wrong. In fact, now God's changed me so much. I'm more like, I could be wrong. Like right right off the bat. Cause I'm like, I don't know. How is my memory? Yeah. How can I know my memory is right? Like my a regular
1: says, a regular conversation between Rachel and I these days, is one of us will say something with a lot of authority and the other one will be like, "Really? Are you sure?" "Oh yeah, no, probably not." <laughs> I'm probably wrong. <laughs> probably wrong. Me too, cuz I don't know. <laughs> yeah. So we that's what I'm saying, those are our back and forth. We both say that to each other regularly. <laughs> yeah.
0: But for so many years, I mean, I can't even fathom how awful it was to be in a conversation with me because you couldn't walk away. No one walked away a Winner. Because mm-hmm. when someone needs to be right, nobody wins. Mm-hmm. It's like, if you prove, if I prove that I'm right, like, do I really feel better? Like, mm. okay. So I feel like some sense of pride, like, see, I was right. Yeah. But like the relationship didn't win. Right. <laughs> and so then does anybody feel better when the relationship mm-hmm. clearly hasn't won?
1: Mm-hmm. And well, so, and-
0: oh, go ahead. keep going. Well, and when I would insist I was right, and then I would prove that I was right people would be like okay you were right Mm -hmm. like everyone feels deflated Mm -hmm. because of how I handled
1: the conversation because it was a battle getting there yeah yeah I actually it is I'm not I don't necessarily need to be right um it's actually way easier for me when I'm the one in the wrong because then I can just deal with it I don't have to worry about how the other person's gonna handle it I can try to make things better um but when you are the person who doesn't need to be right but you're in a relationship with someone who does need to be right what would happen with me with Rachel is that I would start to feel like I had to fight to be right because I otherwise I felt like I was always just being walked over right and and so it put me it, it, I I ended up starting to be someone I actually wasn't in my relationship with her and and so yeah when she says nobody's winning it's it's even bigger than that because right. it can create something in the other person that doesn't even actually normally exist with anyone else but and so yeah that was not those weren't our best days
0: no (laughs) those weren't my best days (laughs) and i have been in relationships with people um where they have to be right and it does feel like i can't win here but not like i'm trying to win the argument like a defeat defeat like no Mm -hmm. one is winning here this Mm -hmm. is not this is not healthy at all and so um i will give you a couple of tips if you're in a relationship with someone who needs to be right all the time that will come um at some point in this podcast but mm-hmm. first i want to speak to those of you who maybe in your marriage or at work if you're just a person who just walks around and regularly can't see where you would be wrong or could mm-hmm. be wrong you probably fit in the category of arrogant and um prideful mm-hmm. and when we are arrogant and we're prideful we just can't imagine how we could be
1: wrong yeah and that is where i spent a huge portion of my adult mm-hmm. years I want to no. pause for a second yeah. before Rachel keeps going, because those are hard words to hear. If you're listening and you're like, and you, you hear arrogant or prideful. And if you're, if you get like a gut reaction to that, like a, like your, your spirit feels like it's been pricked or your stomach feels like it just turned a knot, or a little angry. Yeah. Or you're mad. You're like, don't talk to me <laughs> kind of reaction. That means you really need to listen because that means that you're the one that we're talking to today and it is not a judgment it is out of love obviously rachel's being very vulnerable about where where she's been with this and she'll share freedom that has come from not having oh absolutely all the i mean our relationship is different simply because she doesn't have to be right all the time and right. like i said we regularly say to each other oh yeah i'm probably wrong like both of us say that to each other now and it makes us laugh and then we move on and it doesn't actually affect our and then our we life. find
0: the answer and then we laugh mm-hmm. together because we're cause usually, we're both, usually wrong. both wrong
1: <laughs> yeah it's high five <laughs>
0: Air high
1: five. <laughs> so anyways yeah. I I do want to say with all the love in the world that I understand that feeling of defensiveness or anger or hurt that you might be feeling um but if you really want to be the best version of yourself which I think we all really do ultimately if we want to
0: be the most like Jesus. Mm-hmm.
1: You're going to want to take this and pray about it. And and even if you have to come back and re- listen later, because you can't handle it right now, get yourself yeah. in a space where you are open because um, yeah. it really does change relationships one way or the other when, when somebody always has to be right. So, okay. We yeah. Yeah.
0: Well, and I didn't say it with much love because I'm like, I'm preaching to the people who need to hear it just like me. (laughs) Yeah, But, but Melissa, that was great of you to come back and like (laughs) put some love over it because I'm like, listen, if this is you, you're arrogant and you're prideful, but Mm -hmm. also like I'm not wrong. (laughs) Yeah. Mm -mm. But like, this is, this is one of those times she is right. (laughs) This is one of those times I could not, I mean, you could not have just come up to me and been like, you're arrogant and prideful. That would have Mm -hmm. never worked well. However, anybody listening to this podcast is listening to voluntarily. They decided to come here and listen and I don't know who's listening. So I'm not Mm -mm. looking at anybody's face or Mm -mm. picturing anybody's name. My heart is for people who are living in the non-freedom that comes from needing to be right. There is bondage. It's straight up bondage and it's, it's just buying enemy or lies from the enemy left and right, (laughs) believing we need to be right. Mm -hmm. There is so much freedom in being able to say, I don't know if I'm right or wrong. In fact, if in parenting, like I can't mm-hmm. believe, I'm so thankful how much God has changed me in this area because my teenager will say to me, well, is there a chance you could be wrong? My reac- reaction is, uh, yeah, there's a chance mm-hmm. I could be wrong. Absolutely. Yeah. And if I couldn't say that to him, I mean, that would just, no, absolutely. There's no way I'm wrong. You know, and like, it's like, we just escalate everything, but mm-hmm. it, it does deescalate things when one person can say, yep, there's absolutely a chance I am wrong in this. Yeah, um, exactly. And And it creates a,
1: it creates a respect for the child for you. Like when we can be owned that we might not be right all the time. Right. And it it just brings down defenses. It brings down everything that's happening that might be ugly. It just all kind of goes away. And in all relationships, not just in parenting, Mm -hmm. because
0: I'm like, Melissa, what, how is it different to be in a, you and me are trying to figure something
1: out and to hear Mm -hmm. me say, I don't know, I could be wrong.
0: How yeah. different is that versus like, no, I'm sure I'm right in this.
1: Yeah. So when we were in that period of our life where she was always right, I'm doing air quotes, like if when she's an to right? <laughs> yes. um, It was exhausting because yeah. I would feel it coming and I'd be like, okay, here we go. Like I either have to, if it was something that one of us needed, like we needed to have a right or wrong answer to. And if I knew whether I knew I was right or wrong, if I knew she wasn't right, it was just like, I had to like kind of prepare for a bit of a battle and it was very exhausting. And it never, it always, I felt like I was arguing about things that I don't even actually want to argue about. But I also, if I just walk away every time, then what am I saying in our relationship? Like, Oh, you always are the winner. Like then I felt like a doormat. So it was, it was exhausting. Whereas now there, I mean, I literally, it's like we, one of us, we asked the question, could there be any way you're not right? Yep that's a very good option that I might not be right. We laugh, we move on. <laughs> and if we have to find the answer, we find it. If we don't, we just move on to the next thing. And it's like, takes no effort. It's like, I don't even, I can't like, I just spent um, in, in between Thanksgiving and Christmas time, I spent almost two weeks total with you yeah. in yeah. my home. And there, I don't think we had one single incident where no, it became so. anything. Whereas years ago it, although we loved being together, it right. was exhausting. Because of It would happen
0: multiple times. It would happen
1: multiple times. And it just we'll be having a really fun time. And then right. suddenly I'm like, and this is not fun anymore. And it kind of gets right. out of nowhere. Um, right. So, yeah, so it's like night and day.
0: Yeah. So if you're someone who needs to be right, what I'm telling you is there is freedom. You if you fight through this and you decide I don't want to live this way anymore, you will be a happier person. You will. What Melissa's telling you is mm-hmm. everyone around you will be a, we'll be a happier person. All of your relationships will be healthier and happier. Mm-hmm. So if if that need to be right comes up, I've got some tools, you mm-hmm. know. Um, like CJ said last week, we got to use the tools we have. I've got mm-hmm. some tools for you to write them Pick down, them like put them in your bag, mm-hmm. use them. We've got verses. I'm gonna talk about some verses. Um I did say, what did I say? I was gonna tell you how to deal with somebody who's oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, this is what I do when I'm dealing with somebody who just needs to be right all the time. I don't know if it's right, but this has worked for me specifically <laughs> with one of my children is I'm like, okay. Mm-hmm. And they're like, yep. well, what? And I'm like, okay. I yeah. don't say they're right. I'm just like, okay. yeah. And, and for a person who needs to be right, that is not victory. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they're like, well, no, because no, you need to like fight me. There's a need to be like fought back or whatever. And Mm -hmm. so like with one of my kids who always needs to be right, I'm just like, okay, yeah, that's what you need.
1: And I love the patronizing undertone to that. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, that's intentional.
0: (laughs) I know. I love it. (laughs) Like, okay, you win. I'm not going to fight you on this. I'm not saying yeah. you're right. I'm not saying you're wrong. I'm yep. literally just saying,
1: okay, you're just choosing not to engage. Cause that's exactly. what is happening is they're trying to engage you in something. It's like when someone wants to argue with you and you're like, cause that's what I do with, mm-hmm. with, um, I have children who like to argue and mm-hmm. I will kind of similar reaction, like, okay. And, and I don't give, I just stop inter- engaging. And then they're like, well, what? why aren't you still talking yeah. to me? Yeah. Well, and I have
0: an adult in my life who I love dearly, but, um, needs to be right all the time and when I say it I don't say it as patronizing I'm just like okay and it's very clear the conversation is done and then the person sometimes gets like this wide-eyed like they can see that maybe I'm not appreciating how the conversation's going. And then they'll kind of backtrack a little bit. Like, Mm -hmm. well, no, I'm just saying this. And it's like, okay. (laughs) Yeah. Right. (laughs) Right. And it's, and I, and so it's not like um, for me, I mean, maybe it sounds manipulative, but it's, for me, it's a way of, like you said, saying, okay, I'm not, I'm not engaging. Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm okay with where we're at. Basically we're agreeing to disagree, but (laughs) I'm using one word to say it. Yeah. So as a person who's been really difficult, I know that that would have been hard for me to have people mm-hmm. do that to me. But I also know it would have been something that would have helped me um, mm-hmm. maybe pay a little bit more attention. Like, why is everyone doing that to me? Um,
1: yeah. why, is, why am I getting this from like people all around me? Well, the thing is, is that anytime we are dealing with somebody who is difficult, there's not a because you said I don't know if this is okay but this is how I deal with it and it has worked that's the hard part is we're put in a position where we have to figure out how to respond and react trial and error and, yeah in a way that is I mean we're not always going to get it right and right. we're it, and that's part of the other reason we want to stop being difficult is that we're putting the other people in our life at a, in a position where they have to they might have to be difficult in order to deal right. with us and right mm-hmm. yeah it's like we're not only are we tripping over the stones ourselves, we're throwing rocks out there for other people to trip over, and it's just all, we're all in our face. <laughs> <Good>. <laughs> so, if you look in our backyard and I have people laying all over the ground, somebody in my life is
0: difficult. <laughs> oh my gosh, it's so funny. <laughs>
1: I hope I everyone know. else thinks that's as funny as I do, but I always have visuals when I think of things. And that's the visual
0: that comes to my head. <laughs> I loved it. I loved it. Mm, oh my gosh. Okay. So if you're a person who always needs to be right, a couple mm-hmm. of verses that I think you should start reciting to yourself regularly. Um, there's lots of them, but I'm just gonna say a couple. Um, Galatians six, nine, let us not grow weary of doing good. Uh, mm-hmm. for in due season we will reap if we do not give up. So arguing and needing to be right all the time is not doing good. It's not doing good to relationships. It's not doing good to yourself. It's allowing um, pride to grow, arrogance to grow more in our lives. So we need to not be weary of pursuing the good, doing the yeah. good, doing the right things. And in due season, we will reap the rewards if we don't give up. And I am living walking proof of that. And my yes. Melissa's relationship is living walking proof of that.
1: It's true. Well, and one of the rewards that you're going to reap is is in the relationships is I, I, as you were talking about, you know, don't get tired of doing good um, is that when somebody always has to be right, eventually, like if Rachel was still in the place where she was all those years ago, where she had to be right. I, I, she would not be someone I go to on the regular basis right. to talk to about things. She would not be someone I would even maybe want to spend a lot of time with just right. because it was, ex- it was exhausting. And eventually I would have just spent too much. Like right. as as I got older, and maybe I was maturing, or as I just didn't have the energy anymore, or whatever. Just too much time of the same old thing. Um, you're gonna lose relationships. Whereas the opposite, if you pursue push in at doing right, as Rachel said, the reward is gonna be you're gonna have healing and mending in those mm-hmm. relationships. And Rachel is, I have like this group of people that I go to on the regular, and Rachel is always. The first or the second that I go to. I mean, she's just right there. Like she, she means is, the first, always the first, I mean, the first. <laughs> I'm just kidding. And, I'm not a And, um, but I mean, that is, we had to, she had to like kind of earn that place back in my life Yeah, by putting down the need to be right all the time right. and not being difficult. So I had yeah. to
0: learn to die to myself. Mm-hmm. And that means letting my flesh die in mm-hmm. this way, in this need Mm-hmm. Um, and so another verse I want to talk about is Romans 12 too, do not conform to the pattern of this world. Okay. So the pattern of this world is I need to be right. Could yeah, we talk about masks? Yourself. Could we talk about vaccines? Could we talk about politics? Mm-hmm. Melissa and I do not land on the same place mm-hmm. in a, in a lot of areas, mm-hmm. the ones I just included or mm-hmm. listed included. In fact, mm-hmm. I think sometime we should do a podcast specifically on being people who vote differently and, yeah. you know, anyway, but, uh, but never once did I feel that my sister needed to be right in any of those areas. And I don't think Mm -hmm. she felt that I needed to be Mm -hmm. right in any of those areas. No. In Um, fact,
1: so much so I forget sometimes that we're not on the same page because it has not been an issue in our right. And it's not that we don't talk about it. We're mm -hmm. not like, well, just turn a blind eye. It's like, no, No. we can talk about these things,
0: but it doesn't define any part of who we are. Right. Mm -hmm. And we're both seeking Jesus. So it's like Mm -hmm. wherever we land, that's where we felt God has landed us. And Mm -hmm. so we do not need to we should not conform to the pattern of this world the pattern of this world is arguing and being rude and name calling Mm -hmm. and needing to be right so we are not to conform to that but then we also need to let god transform us by renewing our minds yes and so if you spend a lot of time in your mind if i spend a lot of time in my mind being right that needs to be transformed like it's it's just, we just can't be
1: right all of the time. I mean, there no. is a time and a season for everything and being well, right is not in every season. And how amazing would it be if you were the one person in the whole world, God created to be right all the time. <laughs> <laughs> I guess we should meet. Right. There's like a Guinness
0: book, of world, <laughs> world record thing for mm. you there. But so like wherever we're at in our mind, if we think we're right all the time, ask God transform me, renew my, and so like, mm. if you're in a conflict specifically, renew my mind, Lord, transform my mind. Mm -hmm. I don't know what's right here. Sometimes we don't. Sometimes we're in conflict Mm -hmm. and we feel like we're going crazy and we don't know what's true. Ask God. He Mm -hmm. will tell us. Also, another tool I use regularly is ask a couple people you really trust. Where could I be wrong here? Mm -hmm. How often, Melissa, do we go to one another and say, "Okay, I'm having this issue with fill in Mm -hmm. the blank, this person. Mm -hmm. I'm going to tell you the story. I don't want you to take up my defense. I don't Mm -hmm. want you to tell me I'm right. I want you to tell me what I could be doing better yep. or where I'm wrong or a blind spot. I can't see
1: like, yep. we do that all the time. Often. Yeah. Like weekly, I would say both of us just did it within the last like day or two. Yeah. You needed to do it with me and I, you had to come to me and I had to come to you because I had someone say something that I really wasn't, was certain was not true about my character, but I was like, I can't assume if they're saying it, I can't assume right. for sure. And so I went to three people. Rachel obviously is one of them that know me very well. And knew, know me in that kind of circumstance that they were talking about to say, look, if I'm wrong in this, I need to know because right. I need to fix it now. Right. And um, yeah, because we can't trust our own perspective of ourselves, both good yeah. and bad. Like, the heart, the Bible says the heart deceives itself. Mm-hmm. Like we can't trust ourselves. And so mm-hmm. my first
0: reaction is not always truth. My second reaction is not always truth. My Mm -hmm. third reaction is not always truth. And so if I go to Melissa and I go, listen, I'm really mad at this person and -hmm. I'm really struggling. I need you to hear out the situation and then show me where I could do better. Mm -hmm. Inevitably, she will find something that, okay, well, you could, you could work on this, or you could draw from that or -hmm. whatever.
1: And it's like, or if I really and like, I don't think that you're the issue. I can honestly say that because she knows yes. that I don't take up her defense and I'm not right. going to just always defend her because I know that her desire is to hear the truth of right. the situation. And so, um, yeah. Yeah. So those are a couple of
0: tools I have is, um, having some verses on hand that you can recite, even if you don't like know them off the top of your head, you can Google, what does the Bible mm-hmm. say about this? Find mm-hmm. a couple of verses, meditate on them when you're really frustrated at someone um, be very slow to respond until you can trust yourself and you found a lot of freedom in this area.
1: And I can personally speak from experience, be very slow to respond. A hundred percent. I actually had have had to practice that this week on repeat because I've had several really hard, painful situations happen in different, like over a period of a week and a half that have Mm -hmm. hurt me immensely. And um, my three of my best friends, Rachel included, all have come back to me out of love and shared some things that they were just trying to encourage me. And I felt defensive immediately because I was not because they said anything wrong, but because my heart was so hurt that I wasn't ready to have any critical commentary or whatever. Like, even if it was out of love, I just needed to be sad for a little bit and let my heart heal a little then. And I told each of them, I said, you are not doing anything wrong, but I need to walk away from the conversation because I'm, I'm reacting inappropriately or, or unnecessary yeah. out of my sadness, not because right. of anything you're saying. And so if we continue, I'm going to react in ways I don't want. And right. all three of them were like, oh my gosh, of course, I'm sorry. They, they didn't have to say sorry, but they were all, you know, also like, thank you for just being honest and yeah. moving along and pausing mm-hmm. before you really getting, cause you know, a week or two for now, I'll totally be able to have those same conversations and right. they'll be great. But right this week do it. Just too raw.
0: Yeah. Mm -hmm. Being honest Mm -hmm. with people. Yeah. Like, so, um, that's a huge one saying to somebody when you're in conflict, I don't want to say something that is going to hurt you or that I'm going to regret. So maybe I need to take a pause Mm -hmm. and there's nothing wrong with pausing in a, in a conflict or taking some space. Um, and if you're with somebody who won't do that, just Mm -hmm. be like, if you respect me, you'll give me the space because I respect our relationship enough to not be reacting poorly. Yeah, yep, um, exactly.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Well, and we talked about that with the one about when we're just weird, just being honest with people about yeah. where we're at. Like, you know what? Mm-hmm. I'm not having a great day. I don't trust my reactions. Mm-hmm. I don't think we should have this conversation today. It's not yeah. you. It's me. hundred <laughs> percent. It's like, yeah. Cause like when you, let's just say today you're like, yeah, wow, I am a really difficult person. And I do always need to be right. And one year from now you will have, if you've made some, um, you will have made some progress. If you've like taking the steps today,
1: mm-hmm.
0: but you'll still just be one year out. And let's say you're forty, and you've spent mm-hmm. thirty nine years or forty years waiting yeah. to be right. It's not going to be an overnight thing. And so, being honest with people in the process is huge. Mm-hmm. It's like I don't trust my reactions right now. I don't trust myself with this topic. You know, right. things
1: like that. Um, yeah. Yep. Yeah. So, yeah, um, which is a way of not having to be right all the time. Because if yeah you know, if that's a way of laying down, laying that down. Um, Something I want to say that I thought of when Rachel was talking about that, um, the verse in Romans about do not conform to the ways of the world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind, which is my life verse, by the way, it has literally been the verse I've gone back to over and over and over and over to um, throughout three decades, basically, and ask God to use it in so many situations. And it is a life changing verse. But one thing I want to say is that if if you need to be right all the time, there is a reason behind that. I am a huge advocate for finding the root of why mm-hmm. we do something because if you acknowledge, yeah, I do have to be right all the time. And you just really try to stop. Chances are you're going to struggle more to remove that from your life. If you don't figure out where is this need to be right coming from? Yeah. So it could be insecurity. Like I'm I'm or I'm embarrassed to ever be wrong. So then I have to always be right. It could be that you grew up in a home where you were always told you're wrong. So now your defense mechanism as an adult is to always have to be right. It could be or you grew up in a home where you were told we're always right and everyone else is always wrong. Yes, exactly. Exactly. Like our family, we know everything. And those Mm -hmm. families are just dumb. And um, maybe it's as simple as you just have a lot of pride, which Mm -hmm. obviously is a big thing. But I just really, really, really want to encourage you. Step one, if you. uh, if this is something that rings true, admit it and be okay with it and be okay with admitting it. I mean I would step two even go a step further and admit it to someone that you trust 100 percent because now you have accountability mm-hmm. and what one of my favorite things is saying things out loud, especially to people mm-hmm. we trust because it removes the enemy's hold on it. It's mm-hmm. like bringing it to the light, bringing it out out loud, putting it mm-hmm. out there, not just in our heads. Um, especially cause our minds can deceive us so much right. is it's it like literally just reduces the enemy's hold on us. And mm-hmm. um, and so, um, but then also going, figuring out, okay, where did this need to be right all the time come from? Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I love
0: that. And the last two verses I want to share, they go together, uh, Proverbs three, five and six and first Chronicles sixteen eleven. So Proverbs says, trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. Mm-hmm. I love, well, that's, that's verse five, six is in all your ways, acknowledge him and he will make your path straight, but lean on the Lord. Don't lean on your own understanding. When I'm in my own mind, telling my own mind what I know and what I don't know. And like, there's not (laughs) a lot of Jesus in the equation. That's a red flag for me. Like, where is the prayer in this? Like, where am I asking God to write my heart? Where am I asking God to make things right? Like make things Mm -hmm. true? Like, do I want to be right or do I want to be righted before God? And then the first Chronicles 16, 11, seek the Lord and yeah. his strength, seek his presence continually. And basically if we're seeking God, right. He's going to make it clear. If we're seeking yep. our own self and our own understanding, and if we go to people who are like-minded and they're going to complain about the person we're in conflict with, and they're not going to point us towards any truth, uh, mm-hmm. we're not seeking the Lord. And mm-hmm. so if we keep our mind focused on him and like, okay, what's your truth say? What does your Bible say? Are you going to? Can you fix something in me? Can you renew my mind, my heart? Inevitably, we will start growing and we Mm -hmm. will start finding the freedom, the ability to say, How could I be
1: wrong in this situation? Mm -hmm. Or it's very possible I am wrong. Yeah. (laughs) This is what I think, but it's very possible I'm wrong. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Well, and also take a look at all the things that you're trying to be right in. A lot of them are either pointless, like, the bow on my dress. Like, why did Rachel need to be right for about that? I do not what? know. <laughs> Indeed, if that was such a strange thing to like plant her flag on. <laughs> it's very strange. I agree. <laughs> or it's going to be think. You know, it's going to be. Um, a lot of times it's really huge issues that you're not going to trade change someone's mind. Right. Just because you are relentless. Like, mm-hmm. like I mean, they're especially nowadays, like social media, man, that's a really good place to practice not having to be right all the time, mm-hmm. because I promise you putting out what you think is right is not going to change anyone's mind. You're just going to get all the right. people who agree with you following and all the people who disagree hating. And it's, it mm-hmm. does no good. Like, um, so yeah, I think yeah, can it's eliminate true. That just by removing those things.
0: <laughs> so, and then my very last tool I want to say is um, practice listening, not to respond if you're someone who needs to be right you're listening to respond you're listening to form your rebuttal Mm -hmm. and i i still i mean even though i'm very 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 different in this way i still listen to respond it's like Mm -hmm. so natural for me and so i use social media as an opportunity to listen and respond i'd like to hear more about that or what did you think about that or what makes Mm -hmm. you feel that way or and honestly like when you are in conflict with somebody validating the other person is like the easiest thing to do i can understand how you would feel that way Mm-hmm. I'm not even no. saying it. you're right. I'm just saying, no. I can understand how you would mm-hmm. feel that way. Mm-hmm. It's, it's very, very,
1: those are two very simple things to start practicing today. Well, and that's why you and I can line up very differently. CJ, you guys met her last week. Um, her and I also don't line up on a lot of things, but we line up on Jesus and we line mm-hmm. up on respecting and loving each other. Mm-hmm. And we are all, me and rachel and cj and i often are saying things like oh i can see why that's where you landed i'm still not there that's not mm-hmm. where i land but i can see that like because i really can and again it's not saying one is right or wrong it's right. just but like, understanding mm-hmm. so we've talked about a lot of things today
0: can you yeah. think of one thing that would be like a takeaway challenge this week
1: well i think what i said earlier like be willing to admit that, that maybe you have to be right all the time and then share it with someone And then spend some time asking God to help you understand where that need comes from Mm -hmm. that you can start being released from it. Okay. That's good. I like that. Yeah. Well, we'd love to hear from you guys. Yeah. Where can they connect with us?
0: Yeah. I'd love to hear from you. We'd love to hear from you guys through our Instagram, our Facebook, MSNonthelest.com or our email, nonetheless at gmail.com. We truly, truly do love to hear from you guys. We We love when you share what you're learning on our podcast. We love when you review us, reviews, Mm -hmm. help other people see us that haven't Connected through us through social media, so it's a way mm-hmm. to get our get our podcast out there. So that if you feel encouraged um, or challenged, or both, <laughs>
1: through our podcast, if you're a little bit mad at us, that's okay. That's okay. <laughs>
0: we still love you. So, <laughs> anyways, we'd love if you guys reviewed us and shared us. So, you guys have a great week. Bye. <laughs>